All right, welcome to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, uh, where we discuss the movie Heartbreak Ridge, uh, one minute at a time. I am your co-host, uh, Brian, and uh, with me, my other co-host is Jack. Welcome, Jack. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> We're finally getting this figured out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're off to a rip and start oh, already. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. It's a long uh, movie. So uh, we begin the we begin the minute uh, minute one. We kick off the movie with uh, the Warner Brothers logo in black and white, and we end the minute one minute later uh, with uh, scenes of actual war footage of soldiers in a fighting position um, shooting at somebody. We don't know who. I assume the North Koreans. Uh, and Clint Eastwood's credit uh, appears on the screen. So let's talk about the minute. Yeah. Uh, as we're, you know, as we're watching this, I'm I'm looking at he's you know he's crossing the 38th parallel, you know that's you know it's obviously North Korea. I mean historically, uh, one of the first times that we are, you know the Marines did a lot of like urban combat, some urban combat. But yeah, watching watching this old footage is uh it's it's, it's pretty rad. You know you get a bunch of old tanks and stuff. I'm not even sure it's all Marines. I think no. it's just no, I think it's, it's just Korean footage, North Korea. Yeah. Well, you know, that's funny because I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that was something that, you know, I wanted to get into. You know, I noticed I said soldiers, but we're doing the Marine Corps movie minute. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you don't call Marines soldiers. No. I mean, people that's do, but they make them, you know, they make that mistake, but you don't do that. No. But I said soldiers and I said it for a reason. So I, I don't want to interrupt, but I don't know if everybody, I mean, they, we were both Marines. Right. So that's. You know, that's a title that we earned, and, you know, like, you know, some some guys go to college and they become they go into a frat and they earn, uh, you know, the, the secret handshake or what have you. And then, you know, they're uh, Phi, Beta, Pi, whatever, Lambda, 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 whatever they're. Yeah, Tri-Lambs. Yeah, Tri-Lambs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever their whatever their frat was, you know, but yeah, we were both we were both Marines. So, you know, we did, you know, Marine stuff. We lived that life. So, you know, we noticed things now granted neither one of us served in korea or vietnam um this is correct <laughs> we were lucky enough we were, we were peacetime marines so you know we didn't uh we we dodged 9-11 by a few months really yeah yeah honestly yes it was well you know just get in a little personal stuff it's uh post uh iraq war yep. the first one we were in between the, we we're in between the iraq wars really yeah uh, yeah we were uh oreos Right, you know, per, <laughs> exactly. Po, you know, post uh, Desert Storm, pre nine eleven, right. and you know, and we got out. Both of us got out. Re- literally, we could have been called back. That's yeah. how. That's how soon we got out before nine eleven. It just never happened. Which you know, I, I'm thankful I <laughs> I didn't get called back. I know we know others that did. Yeah. But uh, you know, but to get into the minute, and, and again to, to circle back to the the whole soldier thing versus Marines. Mm-hmm. You know, I I try to look online to see some information about this particular footage because this is clearly uh, stock footage from the Korean War. And growing up watching this movie, I always assumed, well, this is you know footage of the Marines. I, you know, the Marines did yeah. serve in Korea. The Marines, Frozen Chosen, that yep. was that was a big thing. Which maybe we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah. But you know, Heartbreak Ridge, given that Clint Eastwood was a Marine. Or is a Marine in the movie. Yeah. And he's a Korean War veteran. I assume that this footage was of Marines. <laughs> yeah. Of Come to find, yeah. Right. So now I have, 
I, I, I've had a buddy of mine joke that this movie is a whole bunch of stolen valor because a lot of stuff <laughs> is credited to the Marines that wasn't, you know, that that was actually Army. So that being said, Heartbreak Ridge was predominantly like almost 100 percent. It was it was American soldiers, Army. Okay. Uh, I believe, uh, of course, the, the South Koreans and I think the French as well. So that that right there, it's like, OK. This this is probably footage, and I I mean, given the the fact they show a big hill, I think we're supposed to assume that this is actual footage of the Battle of Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah, it might just be generic footage. I don't know. But that being said, I assume these are soldiers and not Marines. But, but again, your average person wouldn't necessarily know that. Your average moviegoer, I mean, they they just they just assume like I did as a kid that these are just footage of the Marines fighting. Yeah, but. You know, we were I mean, we're pretty familiar with you know older Marine uniforms, and even I, as I look, I'm looking at, and I'm like, ah, honestly, I can't really make heads or tails. It's all black and white footage, so right. you know, you can't really tell. I know that the the Marines in the in the Pacific of uh, World War II, you know, had the you know that cami pattern. Yeah, but you I mean, know, and, and sitting, sorry, sitting there, you know, I, I've I've you know, obviously, we're even just watching the minute right now, and. Mm-hmm. I really don't see any insignias, you know, to, that really sticks out. You know, honestly, you know, everybody kind of just looks the same as far as, you know, marching, shooting. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. as I said, you know, I assume that this is actual army um, since they did they did do some fighting. Not some fighting. They did all the fighting <laughs> for, right. for Heartbreak Ridge, um, the actual battle. Uh, so I just, I just thought that was interesting. As a matter of fact... You know, when we did our little, I guess we call it a, a test, zero, a zero hour, you know, zero minute, uh, you know, we discussed whether or not this movie was disavowed by the Marine Corps. We said yeah. we thought it was. So, so I was trying to, I was trying to go back and find out about that. And, and here's another thing that made me think that makes me think that this is actually soldiers again and not Marines is originally this the script was written Clint Eastwood was, was going to make a movie about an army unit this was oh. not supposed to be the marine corps and they brought the script to the army and they read it one time and they said absolutely not no way <laughs> for some of the reasons we talked about on that you know on that preview show because you know Clint Eastwood's he's basically a drunk he's insubordinate you know the soldiers are idiots you know uh, uh yeah. every officer is a jerk yeah. so they, they said no way we're not helping you with this movie so he took it to the marine corps and they said yeah yeah let's do it <laughs> and because yeah. at the time i think toys for tots was new and they're like yeah we'll, we'll use this movie and, and market it with the uh, toys for tots you know it, it'll be a good thing for us so they you know they did they helped out with the film but then after after it was kind of put together they also disavowed it <laughs> 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 shocking <laughs> right i mean it was one of those things where i you know just everything i read was basically that they they were just uncomfortable the same way the army was with you know once it was put together how some of the language you know like yeah. well we can't we can't market this with toys for tots with the language that's in the movie and then i think they showed it to the defense department and they really walked it back and they were like no 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 so so it was kind of disavowed officially by two separate services. You know what the funny um, thing is, though? I don't know a Marine that doesn't like this movie. Right. And, and that's the other thing. It's like, of course, the brass, the, you know, the decision makers, the, you know, 
the headquarters, th- those type of people, I could see why they would disavow it. But your average, I would think your average Marine, if they've seen the movie, which I'm pretty sure most of them would have, I can't yeah. speak for young generation, but, uh, the, you know, they would they probably enjoy it. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. All right. So again, all, all this points to the fact that this could potentially have been soldiers and not Marines. But again, anytime you try to look online, and I did I did an extensive search. I googled opening credits of Heartbreak Ridge, and <laughs> and that's the only thing that pops up is the opening credits. And I'm like, well, stock footage, and then it just gives you generic stock footage. So <laughs> I did everything I could. There's nothing more I could do. So I guess I guess we'll never know. Yeah, it's lost. Channels of history. <laughs> right. <laughs> so all right, you know, so getting okay, so you're getting back to the movie though. You know, Chris, I said we, we haven't pulled up, but one of the things I noticed is as soon as that WB logo fade, mm-hmm. which I'll say, I like when movie studios change their logo to fit the movie. Yeah, the black and white at the beginning was pretty cool. Um, yeah. It was, uh, it, you know, because when, when the movie starts off, man, you're like, what the hell is this? It's like old. Uh, it, it doesn't, uh, even when I first saw this movie, it, it, it starts in a completely different place than it ends up. Oh, right. It, like, and I thought it was a Vietnam. I thought Heartbreak Ridge was referenced Vietnam. I didn't know that it was Korea. Well, it makes sense, too. I mean, you would think at the time yeah. that probably a, you know, Vietnam veteran. It right. just seemed to be, make sense. Um, you know, everybody in Heartbreak Ridge leans a little older than they really should be in real life. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, but that at that time he would have, because he does say what he... They'll say it later, but uh, something about having 24 and change or something. So he's getting close to mandatory retirement. So he's right. been in more than 20 years. Uh, you know, so it's all possible. And actually, Clint Eastwood, uh, this is something else we talked about. And I'll bring up Clint Eastwood since, you know, his name shows up right there at the end of the minute. Yeah, the first uh, minute. Yeah, within 60 seconds, he pops in. <laughs> Which is rightfully so. He's the director and the producer and the, <laughs> and and the star. You know, he actually was a Korean War vet, although he was not. He never actually served in Korea. He was a, a, a soldier. A Korean uh, War, a Korean era vet. Yeah, correct. Uh, he was drafted into the army for the Korean War, and he went at uh, Fort Ord. I think. I think that's where he went for training in California. Okay. And I guess he was like a swimming. He, I guess he was a really good swimmer or something like that. And he got lucky and he stayed at Fort Ord as a swim instructor. <laughs> so he actually never saw com- combat. I didn't even know Army had swim call. <laughs> right? <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense for us to do it because you're supposed to be on a boat. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The annual trip to the swimming pool. Right. So now I found, now this is something I found funny is of course when he you know Clint Eastwood didn't see combat but you know he was a bouncer at the NCO club which I guess is its own form of conflict (laughs) and it makes sense he seems like he could be a good bouncer and you know the other thing is uh, he actually was taking a a navy flight back home or back to base after being home and it had engine uh, trouble and it landed in the water and he had swim like a mile off of uh, San Francisco to the oh, coast, yeah. So it's a good thing he was a swim instructor. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, 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 you know, so 
I think now in Escape from Alcatraz, that movie he did, uh, his character probably lived. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I didn't know that about the plane crash or or anything. But, yeah, we because I remember you and I discussed it. We were trying to figure out if he actually served or not. We, we were pretty sure he was in the Army, but we weren't sure if he actually fought. And well, yeah. how, now we know. So, yeah, I think it's cool when when movies do that. You know, movie studios like Zombieland 2 recently came out, and the was it the Paramount pick uh, statue ends up fighting zombie hordes off in the oh, beginning. That's cool. <laughs> so that's pretty. Cool. I hadn't seen I hadn't seen the second one yet. And of course, then you know it fades right from that, and it, and basically what like a little like oh, it's not taps, but it's almost like a little drum roll starts oh. in the background, like a military kind of marching yeah sound, and uh and then that tank comes right at you. And it looks yeah. like it's going to right over you. Yeah, so. when I first saw this, man, I thought this was all, like, like footage from... And, and again, the the next thing you see after the tank is uh, Welcome to the 38th Parallel, which is, you know, it's obviously um, Korea. But I thought they were going to go and show just, like, a history of, you know, like, American War. And they were going to do some, um, you know, World War Two, And, but no, man, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's right, because that was... You know, one of the things they told us, you know, that the Korean War was like one of the first places that we did uh, urban warfare. So that was um, so that kind of I guess that kind of makes sense. But again, you know, it's up in the air as to whether or not those were actually Marines or by the way, Marines do have tankers, folks that may not know. They're not all just uh, riflemen. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I, I didn't know. But, yeah, the 38th parallel. Again, as a kid, you know, you, you just don't know, but, you know, whether or not these are, again, you're just assuming that this is Marines. But what it, what this is all doing is setting up Clint Eastwood's character without, with using real footage. Yeah. Without you really even needing to know that, like, well, not needing to know it. You don't know that that's what they're doing. But as you watch the movie, you'll find that this is actually kind of setting up his character. Yeah. And there may or may not be a drop line later in the movie that indicates he actually was a soldier first and then moved over to the Marine Corps later. So I'll have to listen for that because I, I literally did watch the movie the other day and I did not catch that. I've watched this movie like 20 times or more oh, yeah. you know, and I've never noticed that. But one, again, once I started kind of looking into this footage and I was kind of coming up empty, I was finding a lot of other information, yeah. you know, about, about the actual, you know, the fact that, in real life, some people were upset that, you know, the art that they were associating this to the Marine Corps when it was an army campaign right. and, and battle. But so, the, so there is a drop line. And, and again, I'll have to look for it later in the movie that says something about him joining the Corps later. And that they specifically mentioned like the second division or something like that, whatever, whatever actual real life division fought in, you know, Heartbreak Ridge, the, the actual battle. Now there's something I did want to bring up. Um, you know, separate from all the stuff we've been talking about before we wrap up the minute, that 38th parallel sign, you know, I, <laughs> as a kid, again, I didn't really know, you know, much about the Korean war. This is probably one of the first movie, you know, a lot of the movies were that I saw were either about Vietnam or, um, world war two. So a lot of those world war two movies were always on TV. And as a kid, you would see them, but Korea is not really talked about other than unless you were watching mash yeah. and, and the forgotten you know, war. Right. Well, exactly. So I didn't really learn about the Korean War, uh, except from my uh, 
one of my initial college professors, uh, Sam Kinison. <laughs> he he explained to me uh, the intricacies of the both the Vietnam War and the Korean War uh, with his helper Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> We're going and back. I was yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to get into the whole history of Korea because it is uh, this is not a history podcast; it's a movie podcast. But <laughs> but you know, basically. The reason we didn't, you know, take over and just, you know, take the Great Wall of China apart brick from brick is because, you know, Truman was too much of a wimp to go in there and let MacArthur go in there and blow out those commie bastards. <laughs> At least that's that's all I knew for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, commies, yeah, commies, commies all, <laughs> commies bad. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. I'm gonna keep my eye on you. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good teacher. He really seems to care about what yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> now All right. I can watch back to school. <laughs> right? Yeah, no kidding. Let's watch that instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you say we uh, wrap up the minute here? And uh, we'll, uh, you know, thank everybody for listening to, to us. And, you know, we are, we're just starting out. So we're, we're going to have some growing pains. But uh, we hope everybody joins us for uh, minute number two. Yeah, uh, tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, just being pretty ambitious here, if anybody happens to know anybody that was in actually in this film, let uh, we need to find a way to let them let us know. We'd like to have them on. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> you imagine having uh, uh, the Ayatollah of rock and roll join us for a minute. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny you say that, but you know we're. Uh, you know, I I had heard a rumor at one point. Is this I, I don't know if it was ever true, but that Swede uh, was a the, the Swede was a um, fitness instructor at some gym, you know, one town over. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna track that guy down. But I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that would be rad. <laughs> I have no idea if that's actually true. <laughs> and that was years ago. And I believe he lives in California now. <laughs> so yeah, he was yeah, a big yeah, we'll, you know, we'll just uh, it'd be great to have anybody on. But um, for now, you got to, you know, the, the listeners are gonna have to deal with us. Yeah, as right. We now. stumble as we stumble through the first opening minutes, as we stumble through, you know, trying to put a podcast together. Absolutely. Uh, so, anyways, uh, you know, thank everybody for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the uh, first minute. Please join us on the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss Heartbreak Ridge. Uh, minute number two tomorrow. All right, thank you. Hey, thanks. Welcome to the Marine Corps Movie Minute. Uh, I where we discuss. All right, I'm gonna start up. <laughs> I was fucking it up. Okay. <laughs> this is horrible. Okay. I'm recording this, by the way. All right. Okay. So. All right. So. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. And. We're, we're like uh, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise at the end of Cannonball Run. Yeah. The outtakes begin. Right. We haven't even started yet. <laughs> Pull a whisker on my mustache so that I stop laughing. <laughs> Slap me across the screen. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs>